Next, the golden days of radio. This is Frank Brzee inviting you to join me for the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past, headlining some of the world's most famous personalities. On this program, we are featuring excerpts from more than three dozen radio shows, including Your Hit Parade, Burns and Allen, Ma Perkins, Tom Mix, Jack Armstrong, Fred Allen, Walter Winchell, Abbott and Costello, and Arthur Godfrey. One of the first and most famous shows to ever hit the airwaves was Sam and Henry, and here's how they sounded in 1925. A few years later, Sam and Henry changed their names to Amos and Andy. Here with President Franklin D. Roosevelt are Amos and Andy opening the 1939 World's Fair in New York. I hereby dedicate the World's Fair, the New York World's Fair of 1939. As the scene opens now, we find Amos and Andy in the fresh air taxicab, arriving at one of the nine entrances of the New York World's Fair. Well, here's the gate right up here, nine, and there's a policeman standing there. He looked like the Northwest Mounted, don't he? Yeah, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe we better not go in there. I can see Mr. Whale some other time. Wait a minute. After more than three decades in radio, Amos and Andy were still going strong. Here they are in 1955. Uh, Brother Andy, I was working for an insurance company. Now, uh, tell me this. uh, What is your burial plan? Uh, Excuse me for protruding, but what is that again? Uh, Brother Andy, I've got a a burial policy here that takes care of all the arrangements for the departed at the time of sorrow. Uh, Coffin, flowers, two coaches, and many other things that you will enjoy. KDKA in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is reputed to be the first commercial radio station. In the early 30s, they even featured their own singing station break. Probably the most popular musical show on radio was the Lucky Strike Hit Parade. For almost 25 years, it featured the top songs and personalities of the day. Lucky Strike presents your hit parade with Axel Stordahl, the Lucky Strike Orchestra, Beryl Davis, Ken Lane, and the Hit Paraders, and starring Frank Sinatra. Here is Andre Barouche, MC announcer of your Hit Parade. The Hit Parade, which was sponsored uh, by American Tobacco, was a very unusual show in that 
Uh, first of all, it was controlled by one man, basically, who didn't know too much about music, George Washington Hill, the president of the American Tobacco Company. He wasn't interested in beautifying the music or rearranging it. You know, he played the lady in red, boom, it just went the lady in red, da -da 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 -da, as fast as you could go, you know. And a singer was killed on the show, and he had some great singers on there. Uh, my wife was one, uh, Barry Wood, uh, Frank Sinatra, Lawrence Melchior, Lawrence Tibbet. <laughs> they all had to sing according to Mr. Hill's dictates. During the Second World War, the Armed Forces Radio Service presented programs like this. Command Performance USA, presented this week and every week till it's over over there. Okay there, gang, this is Harry Bonzel reminding you that it's time to join us once again for another session dedicated to answering your request to Command Performance, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. Now, it's come to our attention that a lot of you guys have been reading comic books while our shows are on. Now, we realize that you men and women in the Army, Navy, Coast Guard, and Marines can do exactly as you please at any time. <laughs> but uh, Command Performance hates to lose any listeners. Radio presented shows like Stage Door Canteen. Corn Products presents Stage Door Canteen. Starring tonight, Luella Parsons, Connie Boswell, Bob Benchley, Billy Goodman, Eddie Green, Raymond Page, and the Canteen Orchestra. Stand by. Curtain up for victory. <laughs> A history of radio would never be complete without the mention of these next three shows. First, there's Fibber McGee and Molly. Fibber has bought a horse because of tire rationing. Here's announcer Harlow Wilcox doing some kibitzing. If you buy a horse to save your tires, it's very smart. Ooh. I'm strictly a guy that believes in making what you've got last longer and go farther. Yeah. This is a time for conserving. Now, you take Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, for instance. All right. I could go into a long talk about morale in the home, too, but everybody knows the value of a bright and spotless home. Mr. Wilcox, you think our home would be any more bright and cheerful with a horse in it? I ain't keeping it in the house. I'm keeping it in the... <laughs> what were you going to say, Harlow? Oh, nothing. Bill Goodwin was the announcer for Burns and Allen. Well, it's breakfast time in the Burns home, and the ham is just coming in from the kitchen. His wife is already at the table. Good morning, Gracie. Good morning, dear. Breakfast is all ready. Good. Did you notice the new, uh, the new couple who moved in next door? I'll say. He was out in the yard taking a sun bath this morning. Yeah. Don't blame you for looking. <laughs> Guy's got the sort of a figure that women like. Not me. I'd much rather have your figure. You would? Well, sure. If I had his figure, I'd look like a man. <laughs> and finally, Don Wilson with Jack Benny and Mary Livingston. Ladies and gentlemen, as we look in on Jack Benny and Mary Livingston, Mary is opening a letter she has just received. Who's the letter from, Mary? Well, wait till I open it, Jack. Oh, look, it's from Mama. Really? And what does the worst years of your father's life have to say? <laughs> There is one performer who has outlasted all others on radio. He began his career more than 40 years ago, and he continues to be heard on radio every day, seven days a week, coast to coast on CBS. I'm sure that's a record that will never be broken. Here's the king of them all. A pleasant Tuesday morning to you. 
is Arthur Godfrey, with Linda Scott and Richard Hayes and the Giesenslaws and the orchestra with everyone intact. Father time checked as though there'd be no doubt called on the north wind come on out and then cupped his hands so proudly to shout la da da la da 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 it's autumn and the trees say they're tired they've borne too much fruit Charmed all the wayside, ain't no dispute. Now shedding leaves, they don't give a hoot. La di da 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 di da, it's autumn. And then the birds got together to chirp about the weather. Ah, Johnny. After making their decision in birdie-like precision, turned about and uh, made a beeline to the south. There's a fire. My whole new clothes really is no crime. Ask the birds, the trees, and old Father Time. It's just to help the mercury climb. In speaking of his career in radio, Arthur Godfrey had these words. But in 1929, in Baltimore, I got interested in a radio station down there, WFBR. The uh, announcer would request anyone who could play an instrument, sing a song, or even play a pair of spoons should come up and they'd put them on the air. And I sang a song called I'm in Love With You, Honey, and some idiot liked it, and that started this career. My first programs on the air at WFBR found me billed as Red Godfrey, the warbling banjoist. I used to get fan mail addressed to the warbling banjoist, some of it to the wobbling banjoist. <laughs> but I was only there for about a year, and then I was, was attracted to, quote, the big time, unquote and left WFBR in Baltimore and joined NBC as a staff announcer in Washington. Light up a cremo, a mellow mild cremo, a winning smoke by far. You can search every climb, but at three for a dime, you can't beat a cremo cigar. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the Sweet-Scented Cigar Smoking Society. This is Arthur Godfrey down in Washington, D.C. Mike Mann Godfrey, 
Primo's capricious custodian of the calorific cantata. Probably the most famous of all dramatic programs was the Lux Radio Theater. Every Monday night, motion picture director Cecil B. DeMille would present adaptations of motion pictures, and usually with the stars that appeared in the film. After the program, Mr. DeMille would chat with everyone during the curtain call. The curtain falls on my son, my son. Brianna Hearn, Madeline Carroll, Lewis Haywood, and Josephine Hutchinson are returning to the microphone. Thank you for all four of us, Mr. DeMille. I always enjoy appearing in the Lux Radio Theater, and I think women everywhere are grateful for the product behind it, Lux Soap. It's a grand complexion care. I know that from my own experience because I've used it for years. I'm another Lux fan, Mr. DeMille. The thing I like about Lux Soap is that it has such a gentle way of caring for your skin. Mr. DeMille, it's up to you to, both to, to bow to both ladies at once. <laughs> and after the bow, you can tell us about next week's play. <laughs> I think we'll take a bow on next week's play, too, Louis. Uh, a week from tonight, we're going to do The Rains Came. Oh, that's one of my favorite stories, Mr. DeMille. Who's going to play in it? We'll have George Brent from the original cast of the 20th Century Fox picture, and Kay Francis, Gene Parker, and Jim Amici. It's a stormy, turbulent drama in both action and emotion. With Kay Francis, George Brent, Jim Amici, and Gene Parker fighting a catastrophe on the edge of civilization. Well, with that cast in play, you have a sure-fire hit, C.B. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. I'll see you on the set tomorrow, Mr. DeMille. <laughs> Good night. As critics... Daytime soap operas kept millions of women occupied during the daytime hours. Some were good, others were corny, but they all had a plot. One of the longest-running shows was everyone's own Ma Perkins. Well, our story took a peculiar turn yesterday. For quite a few weeks, we've noticed the close but strained relationship between Mrs. Mary Lindstrom, Charlie Lindstrom's wife, and young Dr. Peter Ballantyne. Mary says she wants to move away from town, but Peter Ballantyne very plainly doesn't want her to go. And yesterday, Charlie Lindstrom came to see Ma, and he doesn't want to go away either. Ma promised Charlie that there was one thing she'd try to do about which we're going to learn more right now. Uh, listen, Ma, I didn't get a chance to see you after Shuffle took you to Fort William. Did Blair call to arrange that meeting you wanted? Well, the man was real busy, but he was kind enough to give me about ten minutes. I brought back an envelope, which maybe answers most of the questions. And here's some more soap operas from radio's golden days. Once again, we bring you the romance of Helen Trent, who sets out to prove for herself what so many women long to prove that romance can live in life at 35 and after. Once again, we present Our Gal Sunday. The story of an orphan girl named Sunday from the little mining town of Silver Creek, Colorado who in young womanhood married England's richest, most handsome lord, Lord Henry Brenton. The story that asks the question, can this girl from a little mining town in the West find happiness as the wife of a wealthy and titled Englishman? CBS Radio presents one of its most heartwarming stories, transcribed. The story of a woman who devotes her life to the care of other women's children... Hilltop House. 
stage wife. The story of Mary Noble and what it means to be the wife of a famous Broadway star. Dream sweethearts of a million other women. And now, Stella Dallas, the true-to-life sequel as written by us to the world-famous drama of mother love and sacrifice. The afternoon adventure shows kept the kids glued to their radios. Maybe you will remember some of these. It's Adventure Time with Orphan Annie. of Frank Merriwell. Tonight's episode, Frank Confesses in the Dark. Well, let's go back to Frank Merriwell's last adventure and see where we left it. In a bad spot, I'm afraid. You see, Frank has always been a model student at Fardale Academy, but the last we heard of him, he was playing poker with a bunch of cadets who call themselves the Black Sheep. Now, playing poker isn't a very healthy pastime for young military students, is it? But this is the way it happened, how Frank Merriwell happened to get in with this crowd. <laughs> Sergeant Preston of the Yukon. On King, on you huskies. Gold, gold discovered in the Yukon. Back to the days of the gold rush. And the adventures of Sergeant Preston and his wonder dog, Yukon King, as they meet the challenge of the Yukon in their relentless pursuit of lawbreakers. Sky King. The Adventures of Superman. You expect me to believe a fantastic story like that? Impenetrable skin. <laughs> Don't laugh, Dr. Raymond. This is hardly a laughing matter. You've just revealed something to me. I, in turn, intend revealing something to you, something that has never been revealed before. Well, well. How interesting. What is it? You've confessed that you are the voice. Now, I shall make a confession. I am Superman. Renfrew! Renfrew of the mountain! Renfrew reporting. Ready for action. Harry and the pirate! The Tom Mix Ralston Straight Shooters are on the air. And here comes Tom Mix, America's favorite cowboy. Hot Tony, come on, boy. Credit Ralston for your breakfast. Starts the day off shining bright. Gives you lots of cowboy energy with a flavor that's just right. It's delicious and nutritious. Bite size, ready to eat. Take a tip from Tom, go and tell your mom, 
Freddy Bolson, KCB. The Tom Nix Ralston Straight Shooters bring you action, mystery, and mile-a-minute thrills. Tonight you're about to hear another episode in a baffling mystery. The mystery of the vanishing Billy. Jack Armstrong! Jack Armstrong! Jack Armstrong! Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. Wave the flag for Hudson High, boys. Show them how we stand. Ever shall our team be champions, known throughout the land. Wheaties, breakfast of champions, bring you the thrilling adventures of Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. From 1932 to 1969, here are some of the personalities you might have heard on your Atwater Kent or your portable radio. Mr. Allen! Well, of all people, Portland. Well, Fred, we've enjoyed laughing at you so much over the radio. And now it's a pleasure to laugh in your face. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. North of South America and all the ships and clippers at sea. Let's go to press Flash. Marshal's on. No, 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 no. Not that door. That's the whole closet. No, no, no. I'm asking you who's on first. No, that's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy in first. Who? Who is on first? Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. And Mr. Captain Barn was saying, while the president is a million votes ahead in the popular vote, and we are... I shall go to Korea. A strict quarantine on all offensive military equipment under shipment to Cuba is being initiated. That's one small step for man, one... Well, that wraps up this edition of the Golden Days of Radio. The commercial announcements heard on this program were for entertainment purposes only and are not an endorsement of the Department of Defense. This is Frank Brzee inviting you to join me next week at this same time on this, the American Forces Radio and Television Service. <laughs>